Welcome to the Magnetic as Fuck podcast. I am your host, Mari Lee, Akashic Record reader, quantum energy healer, life, mindset, and spiritual coach, helping you break free from your past, embody your next level self, and create lasting transformation. Made for awakening individuals and entrepreneurs, on this podcast, we will be talking all things personal development, mindset, and spirituality so you too can become magnetic as fuck. Welcome back to Magnetic as Fuck. In this episode, we are talking about your ego and your higher self. What's the difference between the two? What they are? Why it is important to learn how to differentiate between the two? And how you can get them to work together? Because, y'all, you cannot actually kill your ego. That is not the goal. So, let's just kick it off with... What is our ego and what is our higher self? Your ego is your sense of self. It is your identity. It is made up of of your emotions, your experiences, your memories, and your actions in this lifetime. It is how we view ourselves and it is also how we compare ourselves to others. So that's a really big one. We, our ego is... What shows us our shadow, it, would, it shows us the areas of our life where we can still grow. Now our higher self, this, depending on who you talk to, this can also be our soul. It is basically our pure essence of our being. This is the version of us that does not have these humanly worries or judgments and fears that without our ego, our mind, or our body, that is who we are at our core. This is the version of ourselves that has been through many lifetimes and has chosen to be here today on this earth learning these lessons. It is the part of us that is our most true self and who in our core, in our soul, in our deepest parts of being, we identify with. As humans, it is a huge part of why we are here to learn how to work with both of our ego and our higher self. Because because of this, this is why we need to learn to differentiate between the two. We need to learn to differentiate between what is our ego and what is our higher self so that we can work with both of them to find balance and grow for our highest good. So between differentiating between the two, which is probably like what we're mainly going to focus on in this episode, our ego includes our emotions. It tends to be very loud. It includes our beliefs, our attachments, especially to anything and everything in the 3D physical things. It can be very indecisive or likes to change topics on you suddenly kind of to distract you. It is very secret and sly and a little manipulative, to be honest. It brings up comparison. And a big one, it usually does not come from a loving or warm or high vibrational place. If that makes sense, when your ego is coming out, it just doesn't feel warm and pure. The important thing that I want to get across is your ego isn't bad. 
there's a lot of misconception around our ego because we were raised hearing phrases like, oh, that person has a big ego, which tells us that having an ego is a bad thing when it's not. And two, people talk a lot about ego deaths and trying to kill their ego, which is something that has, again, like been really taken out of context. And it's very widely misunderstood or misinterpreted. So we are going to come back to that in a little bit. What I want to talk about is when we are aware of our ego, it can show us our shadow. It shows us the areas of our lives where we can grow and work. And really our ego's truest purpose is to keep us safe. So I think I mentioned this in another podcast episode, but really I like to think of our ego as our little safety officer. He, his job is to keep us safe, to keep us in our comfort zone, in an area where we are familiar with, we know what's going to happen because we have experience in this area. And even if those, that, those things and experiences are not healthy, it likes to keep us there because we know what to expect and we know what's coming. Our safety officer likes to follow the rules, which are basically the beliefs that we laid down for him when we were younger. So when you were five years old and you saw your parents having money issues, you decided, I'm going to have money issues and I'm going to take on these beliefs and make them rules that I have to follow. So now you have all of these not so great beliefs surrounding money, like I'm not worthy of having money, I'm not responsible with money, I am not good enough or deserving of having money, and our ego is like, yeah. Exactly, because I'm going to show you all of these life experiences that will prove and back up that one belief. Ignoring and forgetting about the other side and the million other times where that was not your truth and the proof that does not back up that belief because it's going to hide those from you so you don't actually see them. And... We're just going to keep focusing on the things that are in line with our beliefs, telling us that we are not good enough and we are not responsible with money and we do not make good decisions when really that is not true. And we do not want to follow those beliefs. We want to change them. Our higher self, when it comes through, it comes through usually more subtle. It's a little more quiet but it's really consistent in what it is saying and what the information we are receiving. It is free of attachment. It is compassionate. It is connected to earth and beings and all life around us. And it comes in primarily through our intuition, our heart space, our clear senses. And it comes through usually when our mind is very quiet, which is why meditation is very commonly recommended to people. So meditation is simply when our mind is quiet and our ego is quiet. So it gives our soul the space to speak and connect. But the mind also quiets for people differently. Some people get into that space of my mind is quiet, my ego is quiet when they're working out or when they're walking or when they're dancing or listening to music or doing yoga So all of those things I honestly consider to be meditative. 
meditation is also a great practice, but I am never going to tell my clients, like, you have to go meditate for 20 minutes a day every single day. That's just not realistic. If I can't do it, like, it's not realistic. We can, however, drop into this space through doing different things, which is like why walking has become so much part of my regular routine, where I encourage my clients to spend space out time without devices. But again, I am never going to shame them if they do not do it every day. Nobody is perfect. And that's just unrealistic to expect yourself to be perfect in that. But back to my point, meditation is one of the many ways that people learn to bring their higher self forward because the more aware we become and the more we ask ourselves is this my ego or is this my highest self the more we let go of attachment and can learn to quiet our mind live in the present the more we will be able to differentiate between what is our ego and what is our higher self And as we learn to differentiate between the two, we can figure out how to get them to work together and find this balance between them because that is the goal. So let's look at an example. Say you are offered a really big job. You are not happy with your current place and this is like your dream job. You are all of a sudden overcome with thoughts of like, I am not good enough to be in this position. I'm not qualified. It's not my time to be here yet. Yet is the big one. You feel anxious, overwhelmed, and stressed. You're like filled with doubt and imposter syndrome and unworthiness, X, Y, Z. This is an example of when your ego is taking the reins. Your highest self is kind of hanging on like, hey, we've been asking for this. This is what's fulfilling to us. We are supposed to be doing this, but your ego wants to keep you safe and it knows what to expect from staying in this job that you don't like where you are unfulfilled and it is used to being unfulfilled. So it wants to act out and do everything in its power to keep you from taking this leap of faith. When your higher self and your ego are working together, you may still have some of those thoughts and feelings And they're going to creep in, especially depending on your trauma and how much work you've done around your limiting beliefs and that kind of stuff. But you'll also be able to say, hey, wait a minute, let's take this one by one. I hear myself thinking that I am not good enough for this position, but in reality, they would not have offered it to me if I was not. I am entirely deserving of having my desires and having everything I want, and That includes having this dream job. Every job I have ever had that I felt like was a level up, I have been able to conquer. And it may not have been easy, but I did it. And these are the examples of the times when I was able to do that. Show myself that I am good enough for this position. So I hear what my ego is saying and I acknowledge that. But this is why it is wrong. And here is my proof. And moving forward, this is what I choose to decide. I choose to know that I am good enough for this job. I choose to know that I am good enough and worthy of having everything I desire. And I know that this is what is for my highest good, is in line with my highest self, 
even if it feels uncomfortable. And because of that, I am going for this and I'm excited and I, I know that this is my next step and I choose to believe this and choose to follow this path. Feminine Embodiment Magnetic Energy is my newest program. It is a quantum energy healing and embodiment container for the woman who is ready to stand in her power and open herself to receiving. We will be focusing on healing your inner child, knowing your worth, feeling confident and empowered, leaning into the feminine, and clearing your path for magnetic wealth and abundance. We start this June and limited spaces are available, so if you are interested, make sure to claim your spot ASAP and you can always reach out with any questions. Find out more via the show notes or at marilee.com. If you have ever heard someone before talking about killing their ego or like wanting to kill their ego, let's talk about this because this is something that is again has been really taken out of context and as always take what resonates for you and leave the rest but for me personally I do not believe we can kill the ego or separate ourselves from the ego to me by doing that we are really denying the reason why we chose to come here to earth in this lifetime and be a human like we are just denying a huge aspect of the human experience by trying to separate from our ego and only live connected to our soul. Because you're really neglecting and denying this parts of yourself and all of these human aspects. And you would not have chosen to come to earth and be a human to deny all of that. This concept really, I believe, came from the phrase ego death which is a common phrase, if you haven't heard it before, used in conjunction with spiritual awakenings. Really, when someone says, I had an ego death, it means that part of their identity has died and they no longer identify with that sense of their self. This is something that is a huge part of spiritual awakenings and it's something we all experience. Like We all have multiple ego deaths in our lifetime. But this concept has really been misconstrued as to like, I must kill my ego. I need to disassociate from my ego entirely. And I'm going to deny all of these things that are my ego. When in reality, we cannot consciously force ourselves into an ego death and we cannot kill our ego. Like the ego will never fully be gone. It is there. It is something we need to live with, learn how to work with and figure that out. Denying our ego, honestly, will just make things worse and it kind of comes back to bite you in the butt. If we deny our ego or try to ignore it and disassociate from it, similar to if you try to ignore your inner child, it's going to find ways to show up in our reality, whether that's in our physical body, in our relationships, or just all other areas of our lives. Because if we ignore our ego... We are, one, ignoring our emotions and basically burying these down, which can make us come across as cold or distant or emotionless. And you're not just ignoring your bad emotions, but you're usually ignoring your good and your bad emotions. Then these emotions build up and they build up 
and they lead to an emotional breakdown, a sudden burst of emotion and tears, and you cannot control when that happens, and a number of different things. Two, by denying our ego, we are not listening to our body, so it might be hard to make a decision. We feel disempowered. We are not connecting with our intuition, and, you know, that can lead to also, on top of denying our emotions, these manifest in areas of our body leading to health issues and physical health issues. Three, when we deny our ego, you are also disassociating and removing yourself usually from people who are like too human and they feel too many emotions, which then your relationships start to suffer and you come across probably as like apathetic. So all of this stuff happens when we start removing ourselves from our ego and disassociating from it, choosing to ignore it. If at the same time you are focusing on really being connected to your higher self, then that's one scenario, one of the scenarios where people become very ungrounded because it's really difficult to be in your body and feel your feelings and listen to your intuition or be present. There's other scenarios though where you can become ungrounded. So like if you're ungrounded, that's not to say that this is your case. Looking at the reverse side, if your ego is really in the driver's seat and your higher self is being ignored, that's when people are really living their lives on autopilot and are unaware of their intuition or their purpose. This is why in an awakening, you are literally waking up, you are connecting to your soul and suddenly have all this awareness of how you feel and new beliefs and things that you no longer resonate with people you no longer resonate with or want to be around and you're waking up you're suddenly craving clarity and purpose because you need that you need to know what is in your soul and you want to connect with that and if you know what is your purpose and you know what is fulfilling to you you have to do that thing you are no longer satisfied with doing anything that does not meet your purpose or the life that you've been living if you've been in a job for 10 years and you no longer resonate with that job and that life path for you. When the ego's in charge, this is when victim mentality can come in, stubbornness, we're very attached to how we see ourselves, how we are attached to like the physical, material things. Decisions can be based off of fear and scarcity and anxiety and... People tend to react very strongly. But again, at this point, there isn't an awareness that is happening. So that was a lot of information to throw out there. And if you're listening to this podcast, you are most likely waking up or hopefully you've been working to find that balance between the ego and the higher self or possibly your higher self is overstimulated right now and you've been denying your ego. But I want to make it clear that no matter what phase you're in, there is nothing wrong with that. We all go through these different phases. And I promise you, I have been in all of these too. My ego has been in the driver's seat. I began waking up. I denied my ego because I only wanted to be in my higher self and not have to feel my feelings or be in my body because 
when we feel our feelings, there tends to be pain that comes with that, especially after trauma. That's a common thing after trauma is we are ignoring that pain and rejecting it and we're ignoring our shadow. And about two years ago, I really started focusing on being in my body and allowing myself to feel these feelings and the feelings to move through me, not just get stuck. I focused on differentiating between what is my intuition, what is my higher self, what is my ego. And once you start learning to differentiate between the two, because we must understand the two, then we can learn how to bring balance to them and allow them to work together. It is not a question of the ego versus the higher self. It is the ego and the higher self. How can they work together? How can we use this to grow, to heal, and to step into this version of ourselves that we are working towards? The last thing I want to mention is that your ego can change just because that is your ego's beliefs right now does not mean that's what they need to be moving forward. It does, however, take a lot of work. We have to break down our limiting beliefs. We have to heal our traumas, our generational patterns, our conditioning. And we need to take leaps of faith and show our ego like this is possible. We can do this. We have to give our ego proof. And it might take some time but it is possible to do. So know that. Know that just because these are your beliefs now, that does not mean that's what it is moving forward and that does not mean it has to stay that way. And if you are in that place of waking up and having these identities you no longer identify with, but you can't seem to shake them, remember that it is possible. Don't give up because you are really, truly worthy of transformation and change and becoming this version of yourself that you dream of. You do not have to hold on to these identities of anxiety or being irresponsible with your money or not being worthy of having it all because you are. You get to have it all. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that before, but you get to have it all. You get to have the dream job, the dream house, the dream relationship, the dream family, like the dream friendships. You get to have it all. It just takes work to get there and commitment and dedication. And that's why a lot of people don't do this. That's why they stay in the state of ego in the driver's seat. And that's okay. That's their life path. We are all on our own life path. We all have our own timing. And we're all going to wake up in our own timing. So you cannot force someone to wake up. You can only control yourself and work on healing yourself and growing on your own life path, hoping that that inspires the other people around you. I hope that this podcast episode taught you a lot about your ego and your higher self. Please feel free to DM me questions about it and hopefully I can address those in a future podcast episode because I know that there's a lot to go over here. Um, and that is it. Stay tuned for more episodes. Let me know what questions you have. I hope everybody has an amazing day.